Welcome into this week's Recruiting Breakdown, sponsored by Goosehead Insurance. My name is Gary Hamilton, joined by Justin Wells of Inside Texas and On3. Uh, Justin, obviously, football practice starts tomorrow, and that's the first thing on uh, Texas fans' mind. But we have a lot of decisions coming up here in August or September, right around the start of the season. Um, let's start first at defensive back. Um Kobe Black, um, you put out the news that Kobe was on campus Friday at Texas before going to AM for the weekend. I mean, what are you thinking after talking to sources around the Black recruitment on not only the visits to Texas, Texas AM, but a possible timeline? I think coming back to Austin was huge. I think getting him <clears throat> on campus before going to College Station, huge. Um, he really liked the one-on-one -on -one time with, 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 with coach Sark and with, 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 with coach Joseph and those guys, him and his father, got, they came together. They really liked it. They really, they click. There's a, there's a good connection there. They loved, he loved A&M. Now his father didn't go with him to A&M. That was his mother went with him. Uh, he loves coach rushing. He's, he's built a good relationship with Texas A&M. Dad made a good point. <clears throat> A&M has always kind of been in the mix a little bit. Yep. And so I think they should be paying attention to, as for a timeline, I think it's open-ended. I, I think you could, you know, I, I think Kobe's not stressing about this decision. So he's not, there's no urgency with a timeline, but I do think the family would like something sooner. Right. I think the family, I think they're talking about it as we speak. It's amazing how many families, start coming together in July and saying, let's do something before this season, senior season starts. Part of it's injury, you know, cover yourself if you're injured. Right. Some of it's just, all right, let's shut this thing down, this recruiting process down. Obviously, schools will still contact you. Some will back off. Um, but, yeah, I, it's amazing how that's going. Um, Justin, what do you think about – do you think that September 9th official visit to LSU – then he, has, I think he has October scheduled to A and M. Obviously, that's if he's still uncommitted there. Do you, that September official visit to LSU you think still in play because they continue to add DBs? I don't see how it is right now. I don't think it's. I don't think there's a need or a want necessarily on either side. Yeah, you said it. LSU's, you know, they're loading up on DBs. Would they take Kobe Black? Absolutely. Yes. He's a numbers buster, but I don't think they're going to push. And so I think that visit sounded good when he said it at the time, but I'd be pleasantly surprised if he made that trip. In, in, in and, and yeah, and that perfect transition to Wardell Mack. Look, I think Wardell Mack's going to have a decision in this week, next week. And I'm not sitting here saying for sure it's this week, but I think it's coming here pretty quick. Um, again, did not show up at LSU on the 27th. Went to Florida for a couple of days for Texas fans who have maybe have been on the road, missed all the coverage and inside Texas here on On Texas Football. Wardell Mack seems like he's coming down to a Texas-Florida decision. You know, on the Florida side, they don't want to even rule out FSU. I think FSU, people who cover FSU kind of ruled FSU out, though, or say it's a very much a long shot. And my impression talking to Wardell uh, – John Eric High a few weeks ago is I think he ends up in the SEC. I don't think that's a big reach. But LSU had a level of – they were growing in confidence before he didn't show up on the 27th Then went down to Florida. Frank Wilson won't give up on this recruitment. This is the one thing from the Florida side is to, to consider is 
they think even if he commits to Texas or Florida here coming up by mid-August that LSU will uh, – he's a numbers buster for LSU too. LSU will just continue to be in play for him all the way up until signing day. So I think Terry Joseph, Billy Napier, they all know if Wardell Mack commits to, to one of those schools, that's great, but you're still going to have to recruit him like he's not committed. Uh, being in the New Orleans area with LSU. Yeah. So that's really, you know, the two top DBs, uh, you know, on, on the board right now for Texas. Uh, and I'm sure there, there some other guys will pop up. Uh, I'm going to hit edge next because I, I talked to Solomon Williams uh, yesterday at length. But before that, I want to take a moment for our the sponsor of the recruiting breakdown, Goosehead Insurance. Uh, Chase Yarborough and the Goosehead Insurance team um, they vet have very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates on the rise across the state, why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? You said it's the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas. Contact Chase at chase.yarborough at goosehead.com or call him at 325 261 one two seven again. Thank you to Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance for being uh, the sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. Uh, Justin, I'll hit on Solomon Williams. Then we'll go to Danny Okoye. Uh, then I'll hit on Colin Simmons. We'll just kind of you'll hit on Zena. We'll just kind of make it around about. I may mention Jordan Ross at the end. So Solomon Williams is on campus. The, the four-star edge prospect, really a natural pass rusher out of Carrollwood Day in Tampa. Uh, it's a short choice, and Bo Davis are by the school in May, May 17th, I believe, the day of the IMG spring game. Uh, and Solomon, you know, then went to Alabama for an official in June, at UCF the first weekend in June, then Alabama uh, mid, uh, June 16th for an official visit. Then he went to Oregon the last weekend in June. Texas has been on him. They got him on campus with his high school head coach, Marshall McDuffie, July 27th and 28th. And I, I caught up with Solomon. Uh, at length yesterday, he went to Texas A&M after Texas, who Texas A&M's offered, Texas is offered, Alabama's offered. I mean, that Oregon, then UCF, those are pretty much the five unless somebody else really enters the picture. But Solomon was said, you know, he had he didn't know what to expect. He'd never been to the University of Texas. He said he was completely blown away. Spent a lot of time with Baron Sorrell and Anthony Hill, which makes sense uh, on those two days. Spent time with Xavier Worthy uh, and a number of others, Jade Baron, a number of other Texas players. I thought the funny thing was that, that he mentioned is uh, for the player-led practice how much butt was kicked by Xavier Worthy and A.D. Mitchell that day. And we've heard that from a few recruits. So uh, it's it's always interesting when an edge prospect mentions wide receivers that he watches at a practice. But Solomon Williams spent time with Sarkeesian, P.K., Bo Davis, uh, Jeff Choate, the whole defensive staff. Um, and you know, look, Texas told Solomon they want him. They're talking, they know his timelines later in the fall. He wants to officially visit Texas, Texas AM and Oregon in the fall during the season. He said he's also going to be back at Alabama for an unofficial for the Texas game. Uh, so Texas will get two chances in person to impress him. But uh, you know, so that's the latest on Solomon. Justin, uh, obviously a lot of inside Texas fans continue to ask about um uh, about um Danny Okoye, uh, obviously Tennessee, likely the favorite over Texas, just went to Alabama, just went to OU, out, um, and then LSU is also in the mix. So for Texas fans out there, what's the latest on Danny Okoye? I caught up with Danny a couple days ago. Um, he loved Alabama. Alabama moved the needle 
they they really connected with him. And 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 understandably, I mean, I guarantee you Nick Saban get, looked him up and down and thought, okay, this is a guy I need on my roster. This is what my guys look like. And so Danny is a smart, savvy kid, too. He understands his business. Um, he, he loved Alabama. He liked Oklahoma. But at the end of the day, for Texas standpoint, I, I you know, Danny maintains he wants to take this decision into the season. Um, he's kind of like Kobe. He doesn't have any pressure to, to, to make a call anytime soon. He, he doesn't he doesn't feel that need. Um, but at the same time, I think he'd like to get it up and get it over with. I think he would like to find his spot and kind of start to plant his seeds and, and, and really build with the recruiting class. I think Danny's smart in that regard. For Texas, listen, he, he really liked Texas. And I think the Texas staff really likes Danny. But he's got to get back on campus. Got to get like, mom I, on campus, right? Got to get mom on campus. Yeah. Danny's got to get back on campus. He's hit a couple. He's hit three or four other schools since Texas. And he hasn't taken any other officials outside of Texas. And so um, I think the horns are going to be in it for the, for, for the long haul. But to make it real, he's got to get back on campus. He really, I mean, you really want to see this kid on campus in September, October. If you're going to try to win this recruitment without him getting off, hitting, hitting Austin again, I, I think that's impossible. Um, Texas likes him a lot. He loves Texas, but at the same time, he's, Making these moves in these other places, he's either trying to knock out some places before you know fall ball starts, or like you say, sometimes sometimes that timeline starts to get yeah. chopped down a little bit quicker. Yeah. Regardless, uh, Texas needs to get him back on campus if they want to make this real. If they want to make this dance correct, he's got to get back in Austin with his mother. Yeah, and then uh, moving on, uh, Justin Colin Simmons. Obviously, I'm going to lay this all out. Colin Simmons was at LSU over the weekend, not LSU and AM, just LSU. Uh, this recruitment seems to be headed right where it's always been, and, and that's Texas versus LSU, um, or where it's always been since the spring, late in the season. Uh, just so everybody knows, so Colin Simmons visit the Texas. Mom was with him, little brother, grandmother, uncle. Number of family members, same thing at LSU. Um, so all, all the same family members made that visit, uh, unofficial visit to LSU, um, official visit to Texas last weekend in June. Uh, but look, this was interesting for, for Colin Simmons on the LSU visit because Jamar Kane was really big for, L, for LSU in that recruitment and really helped push LSU out to a lead before Brian Kelly ever coached a game at Baton yeah. Um, then Jamar Kane leaves for the Broncos, and that really uh, hurt LSU for a while, right? And that really opened the door for other programs. Uh, and Texas was always there, right? Uh, I think AM tried to make the most of that opportunity right there. Um, but this weekend was the first time he actually had a chance to really sit down and spend a lot of time um, with Jimmy Lindsay, the new D line coach, then with Lindsay now under Matt House on that defensive staff. And then Frank Wilson's gotten involved in the recruitment. So Frank Wilson also very involved in that visit this weekend. And of course, Brian Kelly as well. So that, that was big for LSU to get him back on campus, get some time spent with Jimmy Lindsay, the defensive line coach after Jamar Kane really leaving for the Broncos really set LSU back in this recruitment. Now, Justin, um, we get down to 
Okay, when's Colin actually going to decide, right? I mean, neither one of us think December timeline is what this is going to be. The question is, is it going to be August? Is it going to be September? And we talk about that. Look, Duncanville always has a media day at some point before their – probably at least a week before their first game of the season. Yeah. They, I, I don't know if you've checked. I, I as a Friday, they hadn't set a date for that. I don't know if you checked this weekend if they have a date for their media day. If they have, they do. I have not seen it yet. So I think there's some probably waiting on Colin's decision here. You know what's going to happen? What's the timing of that decision going to be? Because ideally, Duncanville would like him committed before the media day. Else, it's absolutely going to be crazy uh, for their media day. But the question I have for you, Justin, is. With 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 Colin not visiting AM last weekend, do you think AM's out on him? No. Okay. That's what I was wondering. I was wondering if you if if you thought that it was really just down the two. I I well, I have a lot of thoughts on that recruitment, but I'm gonna keep some <laughs> of them myself. <laughs> I hear you, Justin. Um, but right now it's Texas LSU where it's always been. AM's trying to hang into this, hang in there. Uh, but we do think a decision, uh, it, the timeline's moved up from December. The question now is when that's going to be. Uh, Colin will let everybody know. Uh, yeah. He wants to let everybody know. Um, he's very savvy on social media, so if you hang on every word, that might be a mistake. Uh, but he's tweeted out recently his commitment date's coming soon. So we do believe that to be the case. Uh, two other edge guys that we need to mention. Zenu Meozulu was at AM this weekend, which was interesting to me. Uh, we've been saying on these shows that on, on Texas football and on Inside Texas that Oklahoma and AM weren't recruiting him like it was a given he was going to Texas, but everybody right. knows Texas is the team to beat. But if you're AM and you get Zena back on campus, more so than AM getting him on campus, if you're a Texas staff, it makes you might make you second guess where you're actually at in this recruitment a little bit. This recruitment is um, following the path of his brothers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at some point, it's going to follow the pattern. Yeah. At some point, you know, Zena's such a good dude. He's awesome. such a good kid, and great kids, and he has a really good head on his shoulders. He's just trying to make sure. Yeah, he just wants to make sure he's picking the right spot. And I think, and we've talked about this. I think a lot of it boils down to how much Neto plays yeah. this year, because why commit to a school if you're not your brother's not playing and you know besides he doesn't want to be there in six months or whatnot like these decisions with family implications they just they're more complicated yeah there's more there's more things to to peel back and so the baseline of this is texas feels like they're in a good spot now they felt like they're in that spot for a long time they have they have i mean this thing is drug out a while yeah longer than expected and so I'm not surprised Texas is also looking at other edge prospects. I'm not surprised a Solomon Williams hit campus because you have to take care of yourself. You have to recruit the class. And no matter what Zena does, I still think there's a spot there for him. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. But when you stretch this thing out later into the season, into yep. the November, into December, I don't know how many spots are going to be there. I'm not so sure there's one just saved for him. Like I know early on now, obviously, take all the way. In December, say Colin and Okoye or 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 you know Solomon Williams jumps in or a Jordan Ross flips. All of a sudden, you got three or four guys there. Yeah, Dean is like. Then you have to tell him, I hope you got really close to OU and AM. <laughs> no doubt, there's no doubt about that. Um, uh, Justin, uh, yeah, and you mentioned kind of the last one I was going to get into Jordan Ross. You look, Texas has had some contact with Jordan Ross. Leaving the official visit June 16th to 18th, I, I know Texas felt like they had a lot of ground to make up, but the mom's in education, so they feel like they would have a shot. You know, it would look like Florida, Tennessee. Now, I'm not sure it's that. Um, he didn't go to LSU last weekend. He has gotten to be friends with Colin Simmons, which is interesting because they were at the NIL yeah. Elite Series together. Um he made an unofficial visit to Alabama mid-June. I don't think that's where he's going to go as of right now, but a lot of time left. He's a complete wild card. He, he may visit USC and Oregon. People in his family would love to see him commit before a senior season. I, it doesn't feel like he's ready to right now. So he's kind of a wild card, um, Justin. So we'll see where this edge recruiting goes. Um, now we're sitting on a couple of D linemen, um, and then we'll get the wide out to close this out. Dominic McKinley was on campus at LSU on Friday, I believe, with his mom and little brother, Darius, who LSU, Texas, Oklahoma, everybody's offered that's in on uh, Dominic. And Darius is a big-time prospect in his own right. Yes. LSU knew they had ground to make up with mom and, and Dominic. Um, there's people around the Acadiana program that I think would be surprised if he ends up at LSU, but I don't think LSU necessarily believes that. Um Obviously, Matt House, Brian Kelly, Frank Wilson, all those guys, uh, Jimmy Lindsay, all involved in that recruitment this uh, on Friday and in general for LSU. Going into this visit, I continue to hear the same things. Texas and OU are the top two. AM's third, but there's kind of a feeling that might not be where he ends up. Um, Texas, the moms, this is her 24th year in education. She's a teacher that's now – kind of over a number of teachers within the Lafayette school district or parish, as they call it. Um, so education football combination at Texas is helping the Longhorns cause. Uh, when, when I talked to the mom at Bergstrom Air, Air, airport, when they were leaving the official visit, I asked how the visit went. The first thing she mentioned, I've said it before on the, on inside Texas and these uh, on these videos is, well, the APR for the defensive line's gone up since Sark's been at Texas. I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. So we know what she's looking at, right? That's noteworthy. He knows her son's a five-star big-time football prospect with the ability to be an NFL player one day. She's looking at it from an academic and athletic standpoint. So that helps Texas. Uh, Todd Bates, obviously, 
uh, helps Oklahoma in this recruitment. I, I think he uh, he kind of clicks with Dominic on, on a couple of levels there uh, for sure. Um, then we get into TJ Lindsey, Justin. Uh, I think Auburn continues to be the favorite over Texas, but Texas is swinging away in that. Um, and, you know, there's been multiple picks for Auburn, including our own three Auburn live riders. Um, and I think that's who we've heard most about. Yeah. Uh, but when you kind of look at some people say, well, Texas would take both. Well, they would take both, but the chances they get both aren't very high. So right. right now, Justin, I think Texas is looking at maybe one more defensive lineman to feel really good about this class. Yeah, I mean, they're at three, and right. the number's four. And, yeah. you know, if I'm Bo Davis, obviously McKinley and Lindsey are my one and two. Yeah. But I'm also saving the spot. I'm also, you know what? We're going to see somebody pop up this year, whether it be in-state, in this region. Somebody's going to pop up. Coaching carousel. Absolutely. Keep yeah. that spot open. Keep that spot open because you don't know what's going to happen before signing day when these guys start moving around and stuff. And so Bo has done a great job, I felt like, this summer solidifying the floor of this D-line cycle. Yeah. He And he does that year after year. And so give him credit, but I, I'm a big fan. I think McKinley and Lindsey obviously are the top two, but they're always going to leave the spot open. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Justin, obviously wide receiver is a big one, right? Ryan Wingo made a number of visits. Uh, I think it was Tennessee, Missouri, and AM last week, ending with AM on the weekend. And then obviously everybody asked about Micah Hudson, who was at back in Lubbock last weekend. Um, but we'll start with Wingo because I think obviously we both think Micah Hudson is Texas Tech, and we'll revisit it if he shows up on campus during the season, right? I mean, that's the next time you really revisit that recruitment. Sure, he's in contact. Steve Sarkeesian doesn't give up. They recruit through the whistle. But Ryan Wingo is is the guy right now for Texas. Yeah. Um, so why don't you give the latest on Ryan Wingo? Obviously, like I said, he was at Missouri. I believe he was at Tennessee last week. Then he was at AM on the weekend. Well, he was AM on Saturday. Then he was, I talked to him Sunday. He was at Nashville. There you go. He's a world traveler. <laughs> Ryan likes to, he likes to go. You know, he 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 maintains December 20th. That's his commitment date. And you know what? I think that's a safe date for him. Yeah. I think he can put that out and have an answer because he gets asked all the time. Yeah. And now he's got a date to give somebody. Do I think he sticks to that? No. I, I think he decides before that. <clears throat> he's looking for a big play offense. He's looking for big production at the wide receiver position. Tennessee got in good last year because of Jalen Hyatt. Correct. Blitnikoff winner. Uh, in the NFL now, that was a big deal for, for Ryan. I beat, asked him, beat Bama. They grabbed the tension last year. Beat Bama. Yeah. She were making plays in that game. That, really, that's, a, that's a draw. He really likes Hypel. You yeah. know, the way they, you know, they, you know, they throw the ball around. We, when him and I were talking, I said, you know, Mike Leach was the first guy there for him calling those plays. And he didn't know any of that background. Yeah. I said, yeah, all that kind of ties in together. And so at the end of the day, I don't think he sticks to that timeline, but I do think he continues to make trips. He enjoys these visits. He enjoys the interaction being on the road. And so, it, you know, with a Koye, got to get him back on campus. I don't feel that much need and urgency with Wingo yet. Right. And also, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Wingo's in Dallas in mid-October for the Texas OU game. Like, I'd be shocked if he's not there. So Texas is just going to continue to chip away. 
they they're in such a good position right now of comfort. They don't feel like they have to push. They don't feel like there's any urgency required with Ryan. And so just stay the course. Him and Chris Jackson really click. Him and Sark get along really well. Just stay the course. Ryan's got a great family, great dad. They're letting him enjoy this process. <clears throat> he had older brothers. He watched them go through it. Right. There's some more familiarity with this family than most. Like with Kobe, this isn't new to them. Right. They've exactly. done this song and dance. And so Ryan's enjoying while the song keeps playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, let's take a uh, second here for our sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. That is Goosehead Insurance. Uh, there are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates continuing to be on the rise across the state of Texas, why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead is the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas, bar none. Contact Chase at chase.yarborough.goosehead.com or give him a buzz at 325-261-7127. Again, thank you to Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance for being the sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. Justin, I'm going to leave it with this. Brandon Baker, uh, another five-star on the board. I hear more Texas versus Ohio State right now. That doesn't mean that's 100% concrete. Oregon still believes they're in the recruitment. Nebraska's trying to get them on campus, get them not to commit before the season, get them on campus uh, for a game in the season. Tennessee's trying to do the same thing. Um, but I think Texas has done well with his family. Obviously, it helps that the Akanas are distant relative and, 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 and there's a con on the volleyball team and football team enjoying their time at Texas. But I think the official, the unofficial visit for the spring game, then coming back for the official visit, uh, Texas has done very well with the Baker family. And with Christian Jones moving on, they Baker sees opportunity there at right tackle uh, to compete with the Cam Williams and the guys on campus. But again, I'm hearing more Texas, Ohio State right now. I'm not saying that's 100% where we're going with it. Oregon definitely thinks they're still in it. And until Oregon, until Brandon Baker ever comes out and says Oregon's not in it, I'm going to believe Oregon's in it. He's just been there too much, too many times. Um, there, there's such a familiarity with Eugene and the program. So we'll see where that goes. Blake Ivy, on the other hand, I think it's AM lean over LSU, Texas. Um, we'll see. I think he decides here before the season begins. That could come at any day. Uh, so just I think that's pretty much where it's at. I, Texas fans, they look, they I think they're wanting more news right now but what we can tell you is these are big big league recruiting battles texas is in yeah um and there's there's some a lot of conversations with kids and parents coming up and decisions that are going to be made here in the next couple of weeks three weeks before kids really seasons begin around august 25th regular seasons around the country so i think we're going to see a number of texas targets off the board by then and we'll wait for those kids to put out their official dates when they're going to commit that's that's it. Like August, it's August first, man. Like that's June and July. We can sort of plan around for the most part. Yeah, August is wild <laughs> because kids are, are they're going to start filing in. They're, yep. they're you're going to see a few of these guys drop, whether it's with Texas or somebody else. And with the season <clears throat> practice starting tomorrow, the coaches are are putting their focus and narrowing it down to the season. Sark knows nothing can put a good finish and jolt into this 24 cycle, like a good start to the 23, 23 season. Yep. They go into, if they, and we've talked about it, if they go into Alabama 
and win. Buddy, a couple of these five stars might drop. Yeah, no and, doubt. And that's where they're hanging on right now. That they're in a good spot, real good spot with a handful of these guys. They just got to keep putting out lines. They just have to continue to stay the course and and, and really get this season knocked out because there's a lot of stuff that's going to be played off of this year. They're going to have a good year this year. Nothing helps a recruiting class like a big time in, in season. Yep. For Justin Wells, it's been Jerry Hamilton. Uh, and this is Jerry Hamilton of the recruiting breakdown. Um, and we'll be back next week tonight, 7 PM uh, Longhorn live stream, myself, uh, Bobby Burton, Blake Monroe. Um, obviously if you have not, uh, gone to inside te- uh, on Texas football or inside Texas in the last day, Bobby Burton interviewed Steve Sarkeesian. Um, and that's a must watch interview. Uh, we'll have more great stuff coming up again. Dot $1 for one month promo leading into the season right now inside Texas. We'll have an on Texas football of three, four people in Austin covering the first three days of practice from those media open window sessions. So we'll, we got everything you need, whether that's an inside Texas on Texas football, and we'll be talking to you tonight.